Welcome to Pixels and Ink, episode 132. I'm joined today with the usual cast of characters. Sadly, Mel is out sick, but we have the irreverent Phil Brown to my left. That's me. And we have the stoic Wayne Santos to my right. Yeah, I'm not an internet warrior today. Phil gets that um, particular title. Sure. Yes, he does. He is an internet warrior today. Oh, right, I see. Yeah, well. We'll talk about that. I'm a controversial man. Let's actually talk about that later. But yes, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Phil Brown, internet warrior. Mm -hmm. So So we're going to do the usual thing, go over news, go over what we've been playing, and of course, Phil will go over the movies he has seen. Yeppers. But because we're at a time crunch, we're going to start right into it. Phil. Let's do it. Do it. Doing news? Yeah. All right. Okay, sure. I'll go first. Uh, I guess the... Whoopsie, what I do? There we go. All right, so the first story is... Um, came out last week. Perhaps you guys have heard about this. Is that there's... They finally nailed down the Bond villain for the next... The upcoming no, actually, film. I hadn't heard about this. And so. it's uh, Christoph Waltz. That's a good choice. That was excellent. An is excellent, it excellent. Still choice. going to be Daniel Craig as Bond. Yep, still or? Daniel okay. Craig. Still uh, Sam Mendes. It's okay. the whole team from Skyfall coming back. All but, right. Uh, the new Bond villains, Christoph Waltz. I think is perfect. He's got I that agree. quiet, charming, evil thing. Daniel oh, that's Chris. good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, he, yeah. He's pretty well was born to play a Bond villain, so I'm. Yeah, I couldn't be more excited about. Yeah. No, I think that's a good choice overall. Some people just do make good Bond villains. They Even do. if they never make get the opportunity to be a Bond villain, you kind of just look at them and it's like, yeah. in another life, you should have been a Bond villain. Well, who, was, who was the last Bond villain? The last Bond villain was uh, Javier Bardem. Amazing choice yeah, there. Yeah, that weird, that amazingly weird gay scene with Bond that yeah. I really loved. Yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, who's your favorite Bond villain? Let's have that discussion. Goldfinger. Yeah, it has to be Goldfinger yeah. because yeah. he's got that line. Yeah. No, Mr. Bond, they expect you to die. It's just like, it's yeah, that's true. That's that's the pivotal Bond. But over, but over Blofeld though, like Donald Pleasant's Blofeld. Oh uh, no, Blofeld. He, he got silly. He got silly. He did, but if we're talking classic Blofeld. Yeah, okay, classic yeah. Blofeld. He wins. He's really good. I also, it's not the greatest Bond movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I also course love christopher walken well of course yeah yeah in his with grace jones making it the most 80s bond film ever yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, even duran duran was like, oh, you know, doing the opening theme for they that, nailed so. it down yeah. And, it, yeah. and again not the greatest bond film but uh, christopher no lee. it definitely wasn't no because christopher lee is the uh man with the golden gun oh yeah was that actually yeah. oh my god yeah, that, yeah, was that was christopher yeah. lee that was saruman saruman mm-hmm. was oh the god. man with the golden mm-hmm. gun yeah. That was a classic. He was amazing, and yeah. also Yafik Koto. I thought yep. that was really good as Baron Stanley in yeah, the yeah. Black Exploitation Bond movie. That one was weird. That I highly recommend. Yep, Black Exploitation Bond movie with the Paul McCartney theme song. Yep. Okay. No, no, no opinions whatsoever Gotta about You it. Only Live Twice, which I actually have a very soft yeah, I know. spot I like for. You Only Live Twice. Isn't that Blofeld? I thought that, that covered was, it in the Blofeld. That was Blofeld. Yeah. 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 For for me, it was really just like you know the classic villain lair in the volcano, which yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. yeah, this is it. You know, it's like and we're into Bond in the '60s now. Villain lairs in volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's also. The one that has that amazing moment where uh, the cat that Blofeld's yeah. holding freaks out from mm-hmm. the sound effects. Yeah. And Donald Pleasant has yeah. to like cling on to it and continue doing the scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right, good tangent, guys. That was a fantastic yeah. tangent. Um, all right, here's another one that could uh, that'll probably lead into a tangent, but not in, but in a far less happy vein, which is that uh, the Highlander reboot's coming along. Um, Ryan Reynolds uh, has long been discussed in the Christopher Lambert sure, why uh, not? role. Is this a movie or a TV oh, series? Oh, this is a movie. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who, who would you think they would get to uh, replace the infamous Sean Connery role as the mentor Highlander, if you had to pick one? You had to pick uh, someone that would be a grizzled, timeless Highlander. Liam Neeson? That uh, would be a good choice. Yeah. In the incorrect, though. Wayne. Oh. 
I would probably just say go with CG Yoda. And CG just Yoda? Call it a day. Also yeah. an interesting choice. Yeah. Weirdly enough, neither of you said Tom Cruise, yeah. who is the actual choice. Well, no, because we're not crazy. Yeah, yeah, but that's what's happening. Tom Cruise is it's not official yet, but he will most likely be the Elder Highlander. Okay. So someone went crazy and decided, hey, you know what Tom Cruise is great so at? So it's like what? Tom Cruise shows up when the Highlander is busy chopping wood, and then all of a sudden you hear like this synth sound effect going, da na 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 Yeah, I think that's exactly okay. what they have planned, all which right. is ridiculous. Yeah. Which is not to say that the Highlander movies weren't ridiculous. No, they this were stupid. Is, yeah, they yeah, were really yeah. dumb. This is just a type of ridiculous that I don't know if I can get behind. No. I yeah, even, but I mean, it's I like, even like the, Tom Cruise. Now, no, Phil, have you ever seen the Highlander anime? No, I have not. It is... There's a Highlander. There anime? is a yeah. Highlander. I didn't even know that that existed. It, it, really? It exists. Okay. Somehow is, I'm is this on Crunchyroll somewhere? <laughs> it, it probably is. It is <laughs> Highlander as if I think it's taking place sometime in like th- uh, 3000 AD. Oh, so science fiction Highlander. Yes. As opposed right, to classic right. historical there's period. A, there's only two left okay. and it's a weird tower. It makes okay. no sense. Yeah, somehow I am both incredibly surprised and not surprised at all at the same time. Either there's a Highlander anime. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Well, perhaps, but maybe this is based on the Highlander anime, and that's why the images are different. I would be okay with that. Yeah, maybe it, it was is. super dumb. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we'll see. There may be hope for that yet. Yeah. Um. What else we got? Uh. Oh. Um. Uh, Paul Greengrass, uh, director of the second and third Born I- Born Identity movies, yeah, yeah. and Captain Phillips. And Bloody Sunday uh, is going has just signed on to do a new version of 1984. I'm okay with that. Which yeah, I, there need sure. to be another version of 1984. No. no. Well, it would be nice if there was a good one because I'm not. You were not a fan of the original the William. Original was interesting. It doesn't have. It, it, that... Listen, is not without its charms. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but come on. I mean, you saw it, right? Oh yeah. It's filled with problems. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. And there could be a great 1984 movie. Um, I think there's just yeah. There's it needs a budget and it needs the ability to display a dystopian future that does not look like it's on a soundstage. Yes, exactly. And that one looked like it was on a soundstage. Exactly, and that would do it. And also, um, since Paul Greengrass's like uh, mo is uh, realism, yeah, he would go out of his way to make sure that it looked uh, as believable a world as possible and as tragic and dark. Yeah, I could see that. So I'd be intrigued by it. I mean, certainly it would be weird 30 years after 1984 to have a movie set in the future. It's yeah. 1984. Yes. But I'm prepared to let that irony go. Just as long as they don't call eh. it like 2084 or something like it's that. It's completely inappropriate for today's audiences. You don't, you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, today's audiences are going to watch and they're just going to go, oh, that's so depressing. And, you know, it's like there wasn't much in the way of an action sequence. And <laughs> oh, we didn't have like the shaky cam during the action sequences, which didn't happen to begin with. So they're going to say, this movie is crap. Also, well, yeah. Like, well, yeah. I don't think they're planning on making 1984 a summer blockbuster. You know also, yeah, but I mean? they kind of have to if they wanted to make money. That's the thing. I was going to throw it out there. They also might just look at 1984 and say, yeah, that's kind of what it's like right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm feeling yeah. this is or, I'm, I'm sympathizing you know, they're, with this. they're yeah, just yeah. going to update it and we're going to get. 2084. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, for sure. The NSA went crazy with power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, I'm having a wait and see on this simply because I like Fog Ringrass. So if this has been Michael Bay, then I'd be totally on your. Mm-hmm. Although I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. Be, I'm, just gonna th- I'm just going to throw this on the yeah. table. 2084. Yeah. And the main like controller of this dystopian world is Cyber Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. Cyber Obama. Intriguing. I'm just throwing it out there. 
We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm just giving those ideas to Paul Greenwood for free. Just giving them free. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. We can guarantee he's super into our podcast. Well, of course. Uh, next one, a re- recent interview with Ridley Scott said that uh, for Prometheus 2, which we were all hoping, you know, would actually get to the whole alien part of the alien prequel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's promised uh, no, absolutely no alien. Okay. Uh, there will be new aliens that he thinks are fresher. As well, opposed to the classic alien that we all know and love. Well, why not, really? Yeah. Which I'm not. I don't appreciate that. Don't, that does, set, it, don't that, set it in the alien universe if you're going to tease me well. like that. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Make no. it a completely different movie. Don't, don't give me that nonsense. I'm still going to watch it. Well, yeah. I didn't Morbid say curiosity. It. I, I didn't say I wasn't going to watch it. I mean, it. Of you're, you're going to watch it because I mean, you have no choice. required yeah. to watch it. It's yeah, true. So. Yeah. But I would, I would pay to see it regardless. I, I definitely like, appreciated the spectacle of Prometheus. It was definitely worth my money on a like. I'm just going to throw Dr. one Dr. thing out there that if you don't, haven't seen the movie, it doesn't, won't make sense. Roll to your left or right. Just to saying that. Yeah. I mean, running in the direction something's falling yeah. is a dumb thing to do. It's a poor idea. Yeah. Definitely. Charlize wasn't thinking. No, at that point. she was. She was failing. Definitely not. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I just wish he wasn't so resistant to making an alien movie, given that that's what everyone was so excited about in yeah. the first place. Well, he wants to go over. I don't know. Yeah. I was gonna. No, no, he's I, he's just all caught up in Eric Von Daniken's Chariot of the Gods. Yeah, that really yeah. does seem to be the blueprint for this entire series. It's Where did we come from? Space gods. It's so, true. Yeah. It's true. And then the other thing also was a Friday announcement, but we uh, didn't cover it last week. Is, well, we didn't uh, cover anything last week. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yes. So perhaps we did cover it and it got yeah, lost. Yeah, that's, that's possible. You never know. Um, is um, is a Toy, Toy Story 4. They're going to do Pixar. Yeah, yeah, They're going to do it. I mean, like... That will be okay. It won't be bad. Well, it's hard to say because they haven't really gone wrong with Toy Story so far. No, but they... they Toy Story 3 was kind of amazing. But also, you have the fact that uh, they seem to be losing quality in recent years. It's true. It's true. Monster University was not uh, It was I not would, good. No, no. But that was a Cars Dis- 2. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But both of those were Disney-enforced. I didn't think... Uh, and you don't think Toy Story 4 is Disney-enforced? I mean, I mean, just throwing that out probably there. Probably is, yeah. certainly. But I don't know. I just... I feel like they've done... I don't know. I, I, I just don't think they toss that one off. They clearly are passionate about that franchise. Well, um, I don't think but, they do no, unless they he, he, Let's idea. go with this. The story ended very well. It ended very well twice before, though. Yeah, yeah but I, Andy's gone. Yeah. Spoiler. Andy's gone. They're toys, though. Toys are outlived their uh, owners. So what, we get old Andy. He comes back like, I really want this toys back. I don't know what they're going to do. But I don't know. I'm I, in my 50s now. I trust it. And also, I reserve judgment on whether or not to write off Pixar until... The movie coming up this summer that's actually an original Which story. Which one? The Nazi. Dinosaur one? No. Uh, dinosaur one got cancelled. Uh, did it fully get cancelled now? It did, yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought they got went sent, sent back to rewrites. Yeah, maybe that they're planning on re- releasing it at a later date, but A, the fact that they even did that was a very good sign. No, it, it could be that it was so abysmally bad. Like, this is, this is awful. Yeah, but it also proved that they still care about quality if they're willing to do or that. that the test screenings were saying no I don't know what's going on I'm they always, but they always rewrite and change and yeah, delay. Yeah, it's, it's not true. the first time so I, I feel I don't know I think that was sounded like a good sign to me that there was a slight quality control coming back I'm going to say you're, also, you're more optimistic than I am I, I think that's clear yeah but anyway, we'll ho- we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's coming whether you like it or not. I don't. Like and it. finally, uh, FX yeah. talking about making a new TV series. Out of Alan Moore's From Hell, TV miniseries. I would be mm-hmm. okay. Okay, um, 
From Hell's the weird one where it kind of breaks reality at parts. From Hell? From Hell. It has some... Do they? They do. I don't remember that. Um, well, because... Uh, I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to remember... It's the Jack the Ripper one. Yeah, it's the Jack the Ripper one, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. it has weird sections where it shows modern day... It weird. Is it? I remember it having that. It's been that. so long since I've read it. I didn't remember any fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Wayne, can you help us out? Do you remember that? Nope. I thought it did. I mean, yeah. I, I know in the original film they didn't have any of that stuff they took all of that no, out yeah, the film not. didn't yeah. but the, the film had many problems I be- yeah. uh, the film had a lot of problems yeah. I believe there was some fourth wall breaking near the end when like complete madness yeah could be it, it's been but, a long time but it, it's supposed to show insanity yeah right. of course yeah I'm intrigued by it as a prospect of a miniseries simply because it was such a great like yeah it was such a great telling of that story and such a compelling mystery. And I it think was a it, really interesting, especially story. if you could let it breathe as a miniseries, yeah. not try and condense it to two mm. hours like last time, which didn't work. Where I, Johnny Depp just got stoned a lot. Yeah, uh, that I, wasn't great. I didn't quite understand why he was stoned so I much. No. It had it had great bits, definitely, most of which were taken directly from the book. To be fair, I, I think Johnny Depp did a good job in that role. Yeah. I just don't think the storyline made any sense whatsoever. No, it was a struggle to condense and change. Yeah, but uh, there were some, but there, but there were some great, great things in that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it could be interesting. And I and certainly on television now, uh, there's zero problem with the kind of graphic content that you, that you yeah would be uh, necessary. Sons, of, Ken- Sons of Anarchy is messed up. Yeah, exactly. So they would be able to do anything they want. I think it goes without saying that Alan Moore will take his name off it and says he hates it. Of course, and Alan Moore would do that no matter what you do. Out. But, yeah, cautious optimism. Yeah, yeah. putting forward for that. Wayne, any thoughts on that? You're an Alan Moore, big Alan Moore fan. Well, I mean, yeah. It, it's one of the more, like, difficult... You know pieces that he's got, so it's it really just is. like it's yeah, it's it's just kind of a bitch to tackle. So yeah, it really I is. kind of wish good luck to anybody that's attempting to do it because like yeah, this <laughs> the source material is tough. It is dense. It is definitely dense. It so, is dense know, we'll and dark. See, I mean, okay, they've tried it once and the results were, uh, but yeah. you know, as a mini series, okay, you've got more room to breathe. Yeah, that can help. Yeah, yeah. well, it it kind of reminds me of um, have you ever seen in the Penny Dreadful show? Uh, I think so. Well, it's t- it's basically same basic time period, yeah, but it's yeah, about yeah. vampires yeah. and the uh, like. It's I could see them taking that visual style, this kind of really slummy, very mm-hmm. dirty London, mm-hmm. and just kind of bring out the dark aspect of that story. Yeah, because that that the way even the art is done in um, yeah from hell from hell is just gorgeous. It is in it's a be- kind of be- beautifully dire look it really really is and it's also um as complex a story as it is it would be simple enough i could see them condensing yeah. the sets easily like say deadwood did yeah and yeah so yeah we'll see what happens all right wayne do you have any news on the other side of the yeah spectrum? there's there's a few things that we can talk about this mm-hmm. one actually kind of just caught me by surprise is that there's a ghost in the shell game Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. So looking yeah. this before you uh, got uh, interesting. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell Online Connection is what it's called. It's actually oh, going to be... I don't like what that represents. First person. <laughs> yeah. So it's a yeah. first person shooter. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, it looks like it's it's um, going to be the result of like a Korean software development company, so it'll look good. Yeah, yeah. But okay. like a, I really don't know whether you can make first you know ghost in the shell work as a multiplayer competitive first person shooter but they're gonna try nor yeah, should yeah. you so nor should you no i mean they've, they've showed a trailer it's got the gorgeous korean cg so mm. that looks great and yeah, they've yeah. mixed it with like gameplay and all that and the gameplay looks like a first person shooter so mm-hmm. like 
I don't know. It's like it's it's happening. You know, hooray! It's in it's a new Ghost in the Shell video game. Ghost in the Shell obviously has a legacy yep. in both anime and like you know popular Western culture because mm, yeah. it's kind of like Akira that way. It kind of came out of nowhere, and the critics actually paid attention yep. to it. Yep, yep. So, and the Matrix obviously yep. didn't hurt either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Ghost in the Shell online. First connection, which is a mouthful, but that's the full title. Uh, that of the game. seems like it's going to change upon yeah. final mm-hmm. release. Yeah. Probably, yeah. That is just too many words. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, good luck to you guys. It's like you know, I, I hope it works out for you because it would be nice to actually have a Ghost in the Shell game that was good. Yeah, I kind of like the weird one on PS2. Well, it was a PS1. It was PS1, wasn't there it? There was a PS1 yeah. Ghost in the Shell Where you game. played like the little robots. The little spider yeah. neck things. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, that one was a bit crazy. Yeah. So. It didn't make any yeah. sense, but it was, it was a thing. Okay. Um, our next bit of news, completely unsurprising from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. Activision, once again, trumpeting out sales figures for Call of Duty. Yeah. So $10 billion Ten Call of Duty. Billion? Ten billion in sales oh for Advanced God. Warfare. And according to their numbers digitally, it is the biggest digital launch in the industry to date. Ten so, billion yeah, dollars. Ten billion dollars from Call of Duty. So that that franchise is still not done. No kidding. It's, it's still they're like it prints money. Yeah. That, that it really chip, seems so. to print money. Biggest Weird. entertainment launch of the year. Yeah. So Okay. Mm-hmm. Well there you go. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. People love it. Yeah. People uh, love it. Sure. I, I've only played about an hour of it. Yeah. So it, it's fine. Yeah. I it's tuned, not awful. Yeah. I tuned out on those a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, like, I'm it's sure Call of Duty. It, it, it comes out. It makes a ton of yeah. money. People buy it. So it's like, you know, there you go. Yeah. I'm sure it's fun. You know, shooting people's fun sometimes. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, we've, we've got that news. Um, also... We finally got a trailer for, um, and they still don't have an official release date for this, mm-hmm. but for the um, Game of Thrones adventure game that's being put out oh, right. by Telltale. Yeah. Not to be confused with Traveler's Tales. Yeah, 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 um, which I've done before. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes, they, they put out a trailer. It's out there. They're still saying that this is going to come out before the end of 2014, which probably means that we're going to get it like mm. first or second week of December. Yeah. Uh, but one of the big surprises is, uh, aside from the fact that the characters in there actually resemble their counterparts of the television show, mm. um, what is her name again? Hedy something? The, the, uh, the actress, she also played like, you know, the villainess in the Judge Dredd movie. Oh, yeah. Hedy, is that it? Yeah, Hedley, maybe? She was Sarah Connor on Terminator Salvation okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So she is returning to, you know, it's like voice her character, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Cersei Lannister yeah. from the TV series. And mm-hmm. um, Peter Dinklage is also back as Tyrion Sweet. Lannister. Okay. And hopefully he does a better job with this than he did with Destiny because that was not amazing voice acting no. No, no, that he did not. for Destiny. But, uh, yes, they've shown it. It's uh, Graphically, it's a it's a different look. Um, it's it's not like all comic booky the no. way it was with like it looks the Walking pretty Dead close or, to what the show yeah. looks like. Does it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll, I'll just like just give... Fill up. Yeah, like, please. Here. You can just take a look. There's, there's. Oh yeah, Peter that's pretty, That's like, very uh, it's a, detailed for uh, their type of yeah, game. Yeah. It's a, it's a very different look from what you expect from like Walking Dead and the, mm. the Fables Wolf it, Among yeah. Us games. But uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, also it's going to be six episodes instead of five, mm. which is a bit of a surprise. But I guess with Game of Thrones, there's no such thing as too many episodes. Mm. So will it connect to the series in any direct way or? I think it takes place in the same universe. Yeah, I mean, they're they're not giving away too much at this point because they're like, you know, we don't want to spoil the story. Right. But uh, apparently it has to do with 
some sort of like you know family that is or house that is affiliated with um, the uh, what was the name the Starks Starks yeah yeah okay so so there's yeah probably some bad blood going on there where these guys are loyal to the Starks and then the Lannisters I guess are going after them that's all you kind of get from the trailer so you know, yeah. Think, yeah we'll we'll see how it goes but it's oh. game of thrones so you know that there's going to be like a lot of backstabbing and political maneuvering of and all that stuff and, i would expect you know, no less because you know it is you know the game that you know where when you play you win or you die yeah as they're so fond of saying yes. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we'll see how that goes there um also in other news um okay so some guys on kickstarter have started up a campaign where um, they're trying to produce a documentary that explains Gamergate and also goes after Anita Sarkeesian, the um, you know, woman who's you know, been a target, you know, yeah, both positive yes. and negative for Gamergate and like, you know, the treatment of women in video games and blah, yes. blah, blah. Unfortunately, the guys that are making this documentary uh, in an attempt to drum up more credibility mm. are now trying to rope Jack Thompson into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. <coughs> They don't really know what credibility is. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. remember who Jack Thompson is? No. Jack Thompson is the Florida lawyer that basically was just attacking video games for like the last few years. Gotcha. Yeah, he was like, you know, he was like GTA is evil, Mortal yeah. Kombat is evil. Whenever a video games is evil thing came up, it was Jack Thompson usually yeah. at the head of it going, yep. Yep. Like, yeah, we got to stop this. So somehow uh, a group that's advocating more responsibility in game journalism Mm-hmm. Is getting Jack Thompson to comment on video games, mm-hmm. and somehow they don't. They've jumped the shark. Somehow they, expecting yeah. that the gamers are going to get behind that when most of the gamers think it's like, well, isn't that the guy that hates video games yeah. and thinks they're evil? Well, so, it's not as if yeah. you know uh, confusion and clashing and misunderstanding the message has never yeah. been a part of GamerGate before yeah. now. Exactly. No, so no, I would so. almost be disappointed if it weren't. If that weren't. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's all just you know, it's like yeah, confused agendas at cross purposes. That seems to nicely sum up what GamerGate yeah. is. Oh yeah, no, good yeah, luck to those guys for summing it yeah. up in any way, shape, yeah. or form. I uh, yeah, but the document isn't even about that topic. It's about basically just discrediting Anita Sar- uh, no, Sarkeesian yeah. in general, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a noble cause. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're, really, they're really fighting the good fight yeah. for us all. They're, Thank God. I can't wait until that debuts on Vimeo. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. It, prob- <laughs> it probably isn't since their Kickstarter is not doing very well right yeah. now. So it's, in all it's, likelihood, it's they're Patreon, not going to. Patreon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Something a Patreon, like isn't it? It's not even a Kickstarter. Yeah. In all likelihood, they're not going to meet it, so it's, it's not going to happen. That's and, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then we can just forget that. You know, any I mean, of this watching everything I've seen of them, the two people involved, it seems like they're very hateful people. Yeah. Really? Involved in Gamergate? Yeah. Jesus. I know. It blows my mind, too. This whole too. thing's a big shock. Yeah. But yeah. no, they seem like um, kind of hateful, bigoted people. Yeah. I mean... They might not be. Yeah. But from everything I've visually seen and yeah. they've spoken about and the videos they've done, yeah. they seem to be very hateful. Yeah. I'm interested to see if Gamergate continues. I hope not. In, like for, well, I, think, I don't think it's done yet, but I, I think will it, it, will it last like a full year? It's entirely possible. It's kind of like an old like horse right now. It's going anywhere or doing anything. Yeah, it's just, keeping, could, just keeping going. Yeah, yeah. They could no. tread water for another year or so yeah. before of just, just sinking. Crazy people. Yeah. yeah. Let's be happen. let's be clear here. 
they've gone to Crazy Town yeah. and they've come back. Yeah. And then they just went, they just, they just, they're not just staying in Crazy Town. Yeah. They're like, screw this real world. We're going to Crazy Town yeah. and living there. Yeah. Uh, but people yeah. found friends, I guess. So. Well, hateful people like hateful people. people. Together, yeah, yeah. By hateful people that yeah. were unlikely to make friends before. Yeah, well, then yeah. now, yeah. now can they, they can be hateful together. Exactly. Yeah. So there's something. At least hate has a community now. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, uh, a, that's a good thing, <laughs> good I guess. Yeah. Okay. Good times. Uh, but right. why? Uh, no, I'm done. All right. I'm done. All right. Flipping tables. So that's, that's about it for news then. That's it. So, yep, we can, we can just move over to... All um, right, I'll get into what film What have you been then. watching then? All right, so the big one is, of course, uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. The new not not to be confused with the Hungry Man TV dinner. That's this correct. They're very similar. Correct. Yeah. Although, very similar. I may say, they go very well together. I can get behind <laughs> that. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can totally see. I am, yeah. in fact, going to do this when I watch the Hunger Games. It's not a bad idea. Is that, yeah, I will get a Hungry Man TV dinner mm. and, you know, get my little TV dinner side table and lay that out in front of me and... It's not a bad yeah. idea, Wayne. Not a bad idea at all. Yeah. Yep. Have my Salisbury steak while watching Katniss Everness. Like, you know, Get down doing to business. Her thing, yeah. Yep. Fighting for the people. Absolutely. Because that's what she does. It is what she does. So, yes, this is The Hunger Games, <coughs> The Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. Did these movies need to be two movies? No. Okay. No. Just and I wanted to get that yeah, out of the way. No. And that, and that <laughs> is the major problem that I have with it. So... Uh, in broad strokes, uh, following the events of the last film, uh, Katniss was, of course, pulled from the game, is now being held underground by the Revolutionary Army. Um, uh, they are led by Julianne Moore, along with former games master uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And they R.I.P. Yeah. Yes. Do they handle that? Well, uh, there, I, I have to say it was never distracting. There were be, simply because I was looking for it. There were definitely some sequences I noticed where there would just like it'd be the occasional close up of him and he was not visible in any wider master shot. So it was just cl- clearly footage taken from somewhere else that they'd done just to make him feel like he was part of the place. But uh, all things considered, it was uh, they clearly got most of what they needed, at least for this movie. Okay. Uh, we'll see if the next movie's more problematic. So it did, unless you were looking for it, you wouldn't really notice Yeah. It. There was yeah. no weird CG. No, no. They, yeah, I was, that's, and that's specifically what I was looking for because I heard that's a factor. My guess, again, would be that that's the next movie. Okay, that's so they're going to CG Seymour Hoffman. If, if, yeah, it, I mean, if they do I don't know. We'll see. I have no idea what their plan is on that. Okay. That was the rumor. Like when it first happened, they said there were two, still two scenes left to be shot. Yeah, which I would assume would be for the second movie because you try to get everything for the first movie. Uh, first not necessarily. It depends movie. how they film them. Sometimes yeah. they'll film. It depends what actor schedules are like. Of course. So I mean, be like, yeah. we have Seymour Hoffman for these three weeks. So just do everything. Of course. Yeah. So it's di- it's difficult to say, but at least in this one, no, not super distracting. So anyway, they're uh, the the rebels are hoping that they can use. Uh, Katniss to be a symbol for their revolution, uh, specifically to make propaganda uh, videos to sort of tie everyone together. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, Josh Hutchinson's character has been kidnapped by the totalitarian government run by uh, Donald Sutherland, and he is being used, uh, presumably against his will, also as a propaganda uh, vehicle praying for peace. Okay, so, now I have one question. Yes. Is Donald Sutherland as ridiculously amazingly evil in this one of course okay that's all more, I, more I, so if anything that's so he's just yeah. gone completely crazy yeah he's, awesome. he's pretty okay. solid in it awesome so um i i mean like there there are a lot of things that i do really like about this movie that are mostly consistent with the hunger Games franchise in general i do 
appreciate that there is one major blockbuster franchise for teenagers that is anti-authoritarian, anti-capitalist, and yeah, yeah. a strong female yeah. leader. It's nice I mean, that these things still exist. Exactly, yeah. It, I feel like it's, as, as far as these types of franchises go, it's at least putting forward yeah, um, yeah. very important thoughts, uh, you know, thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. uh, for young folks. I also really enjoy that, much like how the Harry Potter series basically served as a way for all the uh, greatest British actors of a certain generation to have a major spotlight and mm-hmm. paycheck upon them, and the Hunger Games franchise is sort of doing the same thing for actors famous for being in American indie films, like Julian Moore, Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah, yeah. Love, and even Jennifer Lawrence, for that matter. Uh, so that's really nice, and um, I do think that there are a lot of clever ideas here. There's some good stuff going on. The problem is just that more than any of these, uh, this is now a standard thing now yeah, in yeah. these franchise movies to split the last book into two parts. Uh, with the first one that did it, which was Harry Potter. Well, even, that book was huge. E- yeah, exactly. Even though it was slightly awkward, the book was too big for one movie. The end point they found was fairly logical yeah, yeah. and they split apart interestingly. This one, everything feels incredibly dragged out. It's okay. only two hours long, but I wager you could cut it down to 45 minutes if you just removed every shot of Jennifer Lawrence staring sullenly off into the distance. There's a lot of that. Okay. And, um, it, yeah, it just feels like you know characters are repeating things in a way that they don't need to other than to extend the running time. There's also, I, there's also I, I, really only two major action set pieces mm. Um, which you know is fine. It's not that it needs to be a bang. This needs to be uh, a bang a second movie. It's just you know this franchise was kind of built on yeah. the mixture yeah. of the uh, ideas and action and the balance is out of place this time. And Particularly, there's one major battle sequence that's entirely off camera, which made no sense to see, me. See, that's whatsoever. that's the thing you would expect that when the movie yeah. finally says the revolution has arrived, mm. things would sort of kick into high gear. Definitely not. And so. the uh, the sort of cliffhanger ending that it ends on doesn't feel like a natural end point. It just oh, feels weird. like a we need to we we need something so that so we can stop the story at this, this point. Does it feel as dragged on as the Hobbit series has felt? Not to that extent. Because that was only a 200-page book. But it's in the same book. It's in the same ballpark. Okay, so yeah. it, it feels that we need to make more money and this is the end of it, so let's find a way to make this go exactly. on. Exactly. It has okay. that same feel of the Hobbit where it's sort of unnecessary to be doing this. So it's it's tricky because there, there's a lot going on right. I think that um, having not read the books, uh, this... They're not very long books. They're not, no. But I just think having not read the books, um, I was really intrigued by this being the direction of the final story to dispatch the games entirely and make it more about the politics that have always yeah, yeah. at the center of it. So there's a lot going on that I, the performances are all strong. It, lo- it looks very slick and nice, and there's a lot to like about it. But it just ultimately, yeah, the I, pacing is its undoing. The I mean, pacing it, is its undoing, and it just yeah. ultimately feels like half a movie. When it's over, That's it feels fair. it feels insubstantial. It feels That's like you haven't uh, you, you feel slightly ripped off, and mm-hmm. you know perhaps all will be made up by the fourth film. That's just a two-hour-long climax to the whole series. But yeah. even if that's the and case, that's next year, yeah. Even if that's a case, maybe this summer. I forget which okay. one. One of the two. But even if that's the case, this it, it, this does feel like a slight knockoff. Oh, yeah. Sorry, a slight ripoff. Now that being said, I'm sure there are people out there who are obsessed with Hunger Games, and just to be able to have more of it will yeah. be enough. Mm-hmm. And I hope those people are satisfied. But ultimately, yeah, I just think it uh, for what it is, solid. It's just a real shame that they felt the need to have to do this. That's fair. 
I, I can tell just from what I've seen, there's a great final story here, and it's too bad that we only get to see half of it at a time. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we go over to what you've been playing, then? Well, I could talk really quickly, actually. I wouldn't mind talking about one documentary um, that I saw recently sure. that I think would be really uh, good for our audience. It's called Citizen Four. Have you guys heard about it? No. It's um, when Michael Snowden uh, released all the information about okay, the NSA. Yeah. He... At the same time, he got in, co- in contact with the journalist who was going to release the information to. He got in contact with a filmmaker through encrypted emails. And she filmed everything from the moment that everyone met him for the first time, from the time that he gave out all the information up until the point that he went on the run. And what's amazing about it is that it's, uh, like, you know, if you've been following the story, it's not that there's going to be, like, grand new pieces of information that they held back for this documentary. Uh, they're far too clever for that. But what's amazing about it is it's essentially a documentary with four people talking in a hotel room, and it's one of the most tense and terrifying uh, movies that I've seen all year. It's just so incredibly justifiably paranoid, okay. and it just it really does feel like you're watching like All the President's Men or something, except mm-hmm. it is the real story, the real That's people weird. happening in the real time. Oh, yeah. And it's a really, really interesting uh, piece of work, obviously dealing with technological issues that affect us all, and I really, really highly recommend it. Um, The score is by uh, Trent Reznor and his partner who have been doing all the David Fincher movies recently. Okay, sure. So it even has one of those kind of, like, a good, solid, uh, hypnotic, pounding thriller score to it. There's just, yeah, and there's just, like, there's just figures in it that really bothered the hell out of me. Like, for example... Um, obviously, at this point, we all know that all of our text messages, emails, and everything are going to a database somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But how many people would you say are would you estimate are on the list in which they're on the watch list? So that means everything is actually being read every day. I'd say a thousand people. One point two million, I'm afraid. How do they do that? That seems too many. It's insane. Well, it's global, right? But that seems too many people. Yeah, but that's the thing. There are so there there are things like that that are terrifying. Like for example. For whatever reason, the NSA actually gets more information out of the UK than America, even though it's an American organization. And that not seems the UK. really weird. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on. Um, it's I, I I so there's there's a, a lot to think about. It's it's actually very entertaining, and I I really recommend seeking it out if you're looking. It's it's kind of like probably the best thriller of the year. I mean, except uh, it's yeah, like I said. I think it's interesting. Um, you have the case of Edward Snowden. Who, yeah. There's such a diverse view on what he is. Mm-hmm. In the States, he's viewed as a traitor. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the world wants Obama to, to um, pardon him mm-hmm. because they're like, but you're doing this stuff. Your people need to know about it. Mm-hmm. So this this weird, like, Obama's being a really nice guy, but mm-hmm. except for that, no, that's the one thing he won't do. Yeah, it's a complicated issue because, like, objectively, there's no way around it. No. Yeah, he committed treason. He, he, treason. he, he, he signed a contract. Yes. But at the same time, there's a greater good issue going on. And I think it's incredibly important that he did what he did. So but, where I mean, do you draw the line? He's going to be on the run for the rest of his life Absolutely. for doing it. Absolutely. But all, I, see, I, I don't know enough about him as a person to know if this was altruistic or yeah. just like a fame thing. Well, no, I can, no, I can say from watching the film, it was very much uh, an altruistic. Oh, really? Because okay. the way he laid it out, like he said, he met with a journalist and he was like, look, um, I think it's important that you 
do mention me, so people yeah. just don't think this is an anonymous source. As yeah. a real person, I'm comfortable with that. But we, I, I'm, I want you to release stories on the information first, so that gets out there, and that's debated first because we live in a celebrity and that way he can culture. kind of escape first. No, 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 not even that. Is just because we live in such a personality and celebrity yeah. obsessed culture. He knew if he came out right away, it would just all be about him and it right. Okay. The issue. So we wanted the information out first, so people could deal with that, and then he came out so that he could be honest about it. Um, and he, yeah, I'd be mean, like, he did not profit from this in any way. Certainly. No, he is on the run. Exactly. Um, and, uh, no, he came across as a very, I mean, obviously very calculated, but mm. a very genuine person who just realized, you know, because he was a tech guy, right? Yeah. So he had privileged access simply because they, people needed him to fix any software yeah. issue at any time. So he just by he just felt like as a responsible citizen mm-hmm. to know all this and not share it. And it it's yeah no he he comes off well, but at the same time it is in no way like an act of hero worship. No, it's just very much this is what happened. Okay, it is a documentary. Yeah, it's documenting. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely, and it's and that's and that's part of its appeal. Certainly, is that you get. A, I actually did feel like it was a candid sense of him. It didn't feel and, like a and PR where move in and where can you find this right now? Um, this is playing in uh, major cities at the moment. Okay, um, it premiered at the New York Film Festival. Cause credit at Sturr. It's very critically acclaimed. I feel as though. Even if it doesn't win, it's pretty well locked to be nominated for Oscars and everything, which is normally how documentaries get there widely. But now, now the widely, question so. being, will the Academy be supportive of a film like that? Absolutely. They supported okay. Michael Moore. That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No, so I think, um, yeah, so right now it's all playing in major cities, but I... I wouldn't be surprised as the year rolls around and it ends up on critics' lists and okay. nominations that it will go quite wide, and I highly recommend it for okay. anyone. If you're interested in the material at all, I guarantee you will have a great time with that it. That sounds so. good. Mm-hmm. Shall we talk about Smash Brothers? Because I hear there's a controversy yes. going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. I know. I Yeah, I gave the game an 8.5 because I loved it but felt a little, as a fan of the Smash Brothers series, the Wii version is one of the mo- is probably the biggest, most ambitious okay. successful yep. fighting game that I've ever played. And this one sort of recreates that, doesn't do the subspace emissary thing that I really liked, adds in a couple little sort of bells and whistles, and and is ultimately it just didn't feel like an evolution to me. Okay, so they played it safe, more of the same. Yeah, but when that same is amazing, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so like it's so it it is an amazing game. It was a blast. I enjoyed the new fighters, fighters, but it just ultimately didn't feel like. We, we were taking it up to another level, particularly um, after getting uh, the 3DS version right. of Smash Brothers, yeah. which, aside from slightly more elaborate levels mm. and the ability to do eight-player fights, which I will admit are ridiculous okay. and a good time, um, it you, they did everything on the 3DS that's in the Wii version. Okay. So that was just part of my thing is, like, here you have this new system, you have all these new capabilities. Yeah. Why is it that we're getting a game that you can do the same? But that being said, it's a don't break, don't, don't and if it's not broke, don't fix it model, yeah. and it's a total blast. I guess I was just hoping that the number of characters, the number of levels would be expanded again. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. And that there would be more new stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. That you didn't get. Yeah, okay. totally. And so, but that being said, is fantastic, and it's definitely, if you own a Wii, you should own this, but yeah, yeah unfortunately. But apparently you must now burn in hell because you yes. did not give the game a 10. Because I didn't give a game a 9.5 or a 10 like okay. other people, so it's very upsetting, apparently, and I apologize to people who I hurt <laughs> for doing that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, 
fanboys of any console tend to get quite protective Absolutely. about certain franchises. It, and it was so. intriguing to me. And that, you are the Nintendo nerd, so I, I guess know, they just expected that. I know, I brought that, it on myself. Yeah, Phil, I agree. the Nintendo nerd, this I is agree. a Nintendo game. He'll probably give it a 10. It's like, yeah. oh my god, he didn't. I know, I agree, yeah. I agree. And I found it intriguing as well that the negative comments started before the game was commercially available in yeah. any yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah. Which is intriguing, because you'd think you'd want to actually play it before Doesn't, you could just no, right? No, yeah, no, okay. no, no, they don't uh, need no, to do that. They know in their hearts. They know in their hearts that it's a 10. Yeah. And you are wrong. And I fucked up. Yeah. I did. I really fucked yeah. up. So I so. apologize to the community. Um, my review where I repeatedly said that I loved it and it's addicting. And I so does that mean that you're going to change the score? Major problem. Uh, no, fuck those people. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just and, wondering. Yep. Okay. And then I also played uh, like about N3. Yeah. Which is <laughs> a similar situation. Um, it's See, I wanted that to be Lego Marvel superheroes, but with DC. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. your review says that it's not that. It is and it isn't. Eh. It's like it. That, I mean, okay. that's the thing is just there was something about Lego Marvel superheroes that just it allowed them to do everything that everything that had ever been in. Done it was in a Lego New game York to that point. It was so the new big yeah. New York the open hub city. Big open hub yeah. New York and everything, fantastic. Um, and this, um, just by virtue of the fact that it is a sort of space based. Uh, game there is yep. no real open world there are a couple hubs and there's some great ones particularly when you unlock the green lantern worlds there are some uh some uh planets that you can walk all the way around like the yeah, yeah. like mario yeah. galaxy which i always consider really which i always think is really fun i effect. loved it mario galaxy Absolutely. It, was a, it was a series that i don't think got enough credit it no it didn't um so there's so so there are there is some exploration there but ultimately it's more of a linear experience very fun uh, for sure the problem is just that because there are so many Lego games and we see them so often, yeah. you sort of expect yeah. them to top themselves every time. And I think they've just sort of hit a wall where, like, Lego Marvel was and it was as good as it could get. And even just the application yeah. of the property that, like, sure, it's fun to have a goofy Martian Manhunter, yeah. but it doesn't really work as well as a Goofy Hawk because no. the Mar- Marvel Universe is... Goofy. Very goofy. Yeah. doesn't quite fit it. But that being said, I mean, I had a great time. Uh, there's a secret level... That's all done in the style of the '60s Batman show, where even when you punch players, they do the bam that's, animation. That's the camera tilted at an angle. And no, no, oh, unfortunately that's not. Too bad. But, but oh. it does have the big like pop art, okay. ridiculous set. I would have and, loved and the, the Joker the even idea. has the uh, mustache underneath the makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that unbelievably fun. Mm-hmm. Um, in remember in Lego Marvel superheroes, how Stan Lee was missing. Yeah. This time it's Adam West. There's a hidden Adam West. See, so that's to say. Yeah. Okay. That's great. No, it it I had a ton of fun with it. It just ultimately not the best Lego game. That's fair, yet. but that doesn't mean it's not a blast. I'm no, still I highly recommend play. it. Oh, I, I, I absolutely it should. No. Yeah. I just find it interesting. There's very few outlets that have actually reviewed this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I mean, well, we got it late too, right? Yeah, Every, but everyone I, got it after the. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know why. It doesn't seem like it's a bad game. I think, I think it's probably just they're just deprioritizing it because you there's know, so much this, going because, on. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, like the, the really the big news this week was that this was the biggest week for yeah. video games yeah, yeah, yeah. of Ever. the year. Yeah. Really, it's just totally. There, yeah. There's that going on, and I think also it 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 shipped late at the same time that Assassin's Creed shipped late. Yeah. So I think there might be trying to make a statement mm-hmm. or something like that going on. Of, you know, the whole controversy about whether yeah. or not we should be able to review games day and date. So, yeah, no, I've been surprised. I feel like those will roll out eventually. And, uh, and like I said, it's if you like Lego games, go for it. Yeah. Because okay, I, I, I won't pretend I didn't have a blast. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's, it's a Lego game. You know yeah, what you're getting into. Exactly. So. And it's just, you know, it's just after, yeah, the you know, it's hard to beat the perfection of Lego Marvel superheroes. And also, for that matter, um, after the Lego movie you can't quite match the humor. No, no, anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. like these are, this is cute, but mm-hmm. 
once I've seen Will Arnett Batman, yeah. like, I would prefer to see the Will Arnett uh, Batman. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you think they should take a break from making these Lego games for a little while? Because there's, there's been like two or th- three a year. I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I think, and I think also just, you know, we have new systems now, new capabilities. Just experiment with it. There's nothing, like, you know, the formula works, certainly, but if it's going to keep going, they need to change. And they did. I mean, like, if you play Lego Star Wars now versus this or Lego Marvel, Mm -hmm. they are leagues apart. It's just the last few uh, superheroes, Hobbit and Batman 3. Yeah, we're starting. It's starting to. There, yeah. There's a but little then, bit. But I mean, like you know, there. even even you know the Lego Hobbit movie felt more like you know Lego Marvel superheroes because they gave you all of Middle Earth. Yeah. yeah. You know, wander around. In, totally. Yeah. So. Totally. So I I think yeah I think it's just time to do and and also just like you know the fact that every level is just beating up similar drones. Yeah. Every boss and you just have to solve a simple the puzzle. It's, it's Brainiac, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It's Brainiac possessing the Lantern Core, so he has all the Green Lantern powers. Why not? And there's some, some really creative Lego design. There's a thing where Brainiac tries to shrink down Earth to steal it. He gets stopped halfway, so there's a uh, Earth that's, like, uh, half the size. And then you do fights in, like, Paris and London where you're, like, Godzilla-sized <laughs> going through Paris and London, which is great, which is totally great. So I, I think there's still a lot of creative people there. There's a lot of creative ideas going on. I would just, I would just like to see them get a little bit more experimental that's and fair. ambitious because I think it's, it's time for that. And, uh, and yeah. Now, uh, so tons of fun. Both of those were a blast. Now, uh, Wayne, you've been playing something that you've been really excited. Actually, I've been playing two games. I've been playing, like, tons of things. Yeah, why why don't you go a quick rundown of those, then we'll wrap up. Okay, quick rundown. Dragon Age Inquisition is my game of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing it it again, and this time I'm playing it on the PS4, and I don't know whether it's the day one patch or what, but it's Mm. a bug-free experience. Nice. So that's my game of the year. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. This time around, you know, it's like the first time I finished it, it was, like, 55 hours. And I pretty much ignored half the game, mm-hmm. which made me feel really, really bad because I was like, oh, my God, there are, like, entire regions that I haven't even visited <laughs> yet because i got to get this thing under deadline and get yeah. my review out. So this time around, it's like, no, okay, now it's vacation time. I'm going to explore everything. I'm going to do everything. Mm-hmm. It's going to take 100, you know, 150, 200 hours to do it, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it's much that fun. Good. It's not. that good. It's it's amazing. It's it's easily my game of the year. Awesome. Bioware did not screw up. Nice, um, awesome. The other thing, though, is Grand Theft Auto V. Mm-hmm. It's like on the PS4. It's like I played it, I reviewed it. Um, one of the things that I find the most interesting about this game, um, which I've already mentioned in my review, mm-hmm. is the fact that normally when you get a Grand Theft Auto game and it comes out on a console, yeah. the first thing that you know is immediately apparent to you is like, oh, man, this thing is really pushing this hardware as far as it'll go. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you get like the frame rates, you got like the pop-in, you know, it's like the yeah. blurry textures... You get, um, you know, it's like the draw distances are really short so that, you know, buildings are like magically appearing in front yeah, of you yeah. if you're like driving too fast. So yeah. when I put in GTA 5 and played it on the PS4, this was the first time ever in my experience of playing a GTA game that I was like, this thing finally has the room it needs mm-hmm. yeah. to run comfortably. Yeah. And, you know, I don't get the idea that like, you know, oh my God, my console is just going to keel over and die any minute now. It's just like... You know, now suddenly GTA is like, you know, no, no, this this is good. We can just keep going. You can do whatever you want yeah. in this game, and I am not going to bend over throwing up. It's like I, you know, I can actually take it now. Nice. Which I've never had that experience with a GTA game on a console before, but I'm finally getting it with the PS4 remaster. Sweet. And 
you know, yeah, little, little things like, you know, just driving around and, like, you know, first person, which is... Yeah, the first just, person looks so just much fun. weird because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, okay, the speedometers work. I mean, you know, it's like you mm-hmm. can actually finally tell how fast you're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just other weird things which I never noticed before when, you know, it's like you play GTA the normal way where you get into a car crash and you actually see the guys in the opposing car turning and looking at you nah. and yelling at you. And it was like, was that something that always happened but because the camera was so far yeah. I just yeah, never yeah, noticed yeah, or yeah. what because it's like now they're like staring you in the eye and you know it's like you can see the angry expression on their faces That's and I'm great. like oh my god I, yeah I never saw this in GTA before but I can see it now with this Very version cool. so um, I ended up giving it um, a 9 yep. out of 10 yep. uh, but of course that's with you know the, the caveat that it's of the HD remasters that I've played, it seems to be the one that they have put like the most effort into. You know, it's like you mm. know, from just adding the music to throwing in the first person mode to like when the streets get wet when it rains and all that. It just it just looks obscenely good compared yeah. to like you know the original version. But yeah. you know, if you're the sort of person that you know you play GTA once and then you never play it again yeah. until the next one comes out then there is obviously no point in you getting this yeah, again yeah, yeah. if you're that kind of guy. If you're the sort of person, though, that, like, you know, really enjoys Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. then, you know, this they've probably done enough here that they are giving you an excuse to go and get it again. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know whether you should get it again at, like, $70, yeah. but which is the Canadian price, obviously. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. It's still 60 in the U.S. But... Um, it's definitely worth owning, especially in like, you know, a few months once the price goes down. And for those guys that didn't play it at all, it's like, okay, your patience has been rewarded. Go out and get it immediately because this really is the version to own. That's fair. When when you see how unpopulated and how little traffic there is Mm. in like, you know, the PS3 version compared to the PS4 version, it's... It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's like driving through the streets of downtown L.A. Mm. Now really feels like you're driving through the streets of downtown L.A. There's well, like fake a LA. lot of yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's like a lot of traffic to negotiate. There's a lot of people on the streets. It, it just feels denser than it did. Yeah, it's the great so, debate for me. I want to yeah. play it so badly, but I just so much money. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, fair. you know, you've, you've played it before. I mean, it's <laughs> like, you know, for me, yeah. it was more like, you know, I, I played like, you know, a third of it on the PS3. Yeah. And yeah. Then I was like, I'm going to wait. And now I'm playing this, and I'm like, I'm so glad I waited. Yeah, so. I know. There's like, there's no doubt in my mind, just from what I've seen, like on online clips, that it's different enough that I would play through. Yeah, I mean, easily. shooting in first person, I yeah. find, yeah, I am actually switching over to first person yeah, view yeah, yeah. for like the shooting stuff because that is just easier for shooting. Of course, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so. yeah. So I, I, I probably will. I just like you said, I mean probably just wait a yeah. little bit for the price. And also with the incentives, I saw that there are, you know, new missions, modes, levels. They, yeah. They've, yeah. Had a, they've added a few new things. It. Yeah, there's like a little bit of a murder mystery for Michael too. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. Now. They've, they've got a new weapon in there. There's a rail gun now. Yeah, yeah. Of course there is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's like a, a rail gun. And yeah. isn't there also a, um, uh, like a film noir nighting, uh, lighting option if you already pre-purchased? Yeah, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. So, yeah. And, you know, yeah, just the fact that, you know, it's like now you can take real selfies yeah, with yeah, yeah. You know, first-person view where, you know, it's like actually holding the phone up, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, you can drop the Instagram filters on that. And then, that's super weird. You know, it's yeah. just, it's bizarre. Like, that's, I'm still trying to decide whether or not them including the option for Instagram filters is ironic yeah. or whether they just did it because this is expected because people are going to yeah. be sharing this on social yeah, media. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know whether they did it as a satirical commentary or whether they were drop dead serious, but Who knows? people are doing it. I mean, they're, they're taking pictures of GTA and they're putting them up on the interwebs mm-hmm. and they're using the Instagram filters. And I'm like, so, so oh my God, ironic or not, 
people are actually doing that. Yeah. So yeah. that's weird. It's fun. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just I, I'm I'm just I'm impressed that you know even even though I do still believe it's dirty pool to have yeah. done what they've done. They have at least it does at least look like there's been enough effort, time, oh, yeah. and, and change put into it that it is, it is different enough that I can. It is. I mean, it's like yeah, it's it's it is not quite the same game that mm-hmm. it was. It's like, it, it does actually feel and play somewhat differently from yeah. the original versions, so, which is nice. So yeah, you know, it's like everybody that held off, you know, thinking that this was going to be the version to own. Mm-hmm. You are right. Mm-hmm. This is the version to own. So go out and buy it now. You can buy it with a clean conscience. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, those guys won't feel bad about paying seventy dollars for it since they didn't not. buy it the first time. Of course, so. not. bastards. Fair enough. Yeah. Lucky bastards. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's wrap up there. Yep, okay. I think so. Uh, okay. You can follow us on Facebook at Comics Gaming Magazine. You can follow us on Twitter at CGM Plus. You can follow Phil on Twitter at that Phil Brown. You can follow Wayne on Twitter at Real Wayne Santos, and you can follow myself on Twitter at. Fry 26 If you enjoy this podcast, please email us at podcast at cgmakeonline.com. We always love hearing your comments and questions. And we might read them on the air if we have time. And, you know, you know the drill. Um, from over here at CGMag Online and CG Magazine and the entire CGMag Network. Have a great weekend. Bye.